45, 40, run, William, run! He's got blockers in front, five, touchdown! Joshua Krim! He snapped back, ball down, can't block. block! They blocked the kick! This is the Oranges, Orange or Browns podcast. I am your host, Chase Smith, and with me, as always, Browns insider, Jeremy in Akron. Jeremy, what's up, man? Oh, boy, I can't even believe it, man. The Browns, Jimmy Haslam, have started burning things down today. There's a fire going on in Berea, my friend. So here's the deal. I uh, got a text. Let me tell you what time this was. I got a text at uh, 1029 that just said, Sashi Brown is fired. I immediately went online, texted you, and what do you know? Jimmy Haslam has fired Sashi. Well, relieved of his duties. Sorry, let me put it in the the terms of that. No, he was fired, bro. He was fired. (laughs) Uh, We don't got to be politically correct on this show. Let me tell you real quick. Yeah, what do you think, man? First things first, there has to be a candidate lined up. If there is not a candidate already lined up, this is an all-time blunder because they already came out and said to Haslam's that uh, Hugh Jackson will be the coach next year. The coaches are staying intact. So there has got to be a GM already in place. There has to be. It also lends credence to some of the stuff like the Mike Singletary interview we talked about. Mike Singletary was spotted in town. There are actually pictures that I've actually seen and I'm sworn to secrecy on. So I've known this whole time that he absolutely was here in town interviewing for something. I didn't know what he's interviewing. I still don't know. I guess GM now to satisfy the Rooney rule, I would guess. So that there's some pieces coming together. Now, does this mean Peyton Manning? I do not know. I mentioned John Dorsey's name yesterday on the pod, maybe Scott Pioli. Um, there has to be someone. If there is nobody already lined up, this is an all-time blunder. So there has – you can't say we're going to hire a GM that's going to work with Hugh Jackson. There has got to be legwork already done and a deal of some sort already in place. Has to be. So, so Jeremy, my, my question is this. Is, is this a rebuild? Is this a blow-up, or, or is this just like an upgrade at, at one position? Well, we got breaking news here. According to Mike Lombardi – John Dorsey is expected to get the job. I mean, this isn't official or anything, but this is according to Mike Lombardi. So my guess is the Haslam's decided this year is their best chance to get this done. We're going to most likely have the first overall pick. We have all these picks, four in the top 40, five in the first two rounds, $100 million in cap space. They obviously did not trust Sashi going forward to make the decision in this draft, so they wanted to get a proven football guy. I've also heard some rumors of maybe Scott Pioli, but it's looking like it's a good possibility that John Dorsey um, it will be the next GM and that this Mike Singletary interview that people said wasn't true was true and that quite possibly it was an uh, uh, interview for the GM job to satisfy the Rooney role. So, I mean, to me, well, Mike, uh, Mike Lombardi is of the ringer, former Patriots, former Browns, front office guru. Um, so this doesn't really seem like a, a huge blow-up. It doesn't seem like they're starting fresh. It doesn't seem like uh, – you know, this is a complete uh, starting from scratch. It, it does seem like there is some type of plan, I guess, I hope. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like a huge they, rebuild or blow. But it seems like they have this opportunity. They want someone in this position who has a proven track record of, of hitting draft picks and knowing what to do and evaluating proper NFL talent and putting them in that position, right? Absolutely. And, and I mean, I, you would think that Hugh has been involved in this somehow. You know what I mean? If, now, let me yeah. – say this if there is no plan in place there is nobody already lined up to take the job this is incredibly stupid and i will tear jimmy has them apart if in a few weeks from now we're talking about the browns are still searching for their next gm to go with the coach who they said's coming back 
You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So if there is no, already not a plan in place, this is a colossal screw up and the Haslam's are going to get it bad from all angles, including from the Oranges, Orange or Browns podcast. So any chance this is uh, Peyton Manning, uh, Peyton Manning. I'm not rolling it out. <laughs> I'm not rolling it out, but I, I actually sent out four texts to four different people that I know, and I haven't got anything back yet to whether this is Peyton Manning related or not. It, I mean, I'm not going to roll it out. I'm not going to say it is. Unbelievable. So, uh, with, with let's just kind of look at Sashi's resume really quick. Okay. What do you think ultimately did him in? Did he know this was happening and all of these uh, Manning rumors was for this all along? And like, how, how long has this been in the works? What was this already well, I read a before the botched trade? Do you think? I read a report that Sashi has known for a few weeks that they were, there was actually a meeting between the Haslam's and Sashi about this. So he had an idea that it could be coming for the last few weeks. The only, if that's true, the only thing that makes sense is they were talking to other candidates to gauge interest. That's the only thing that makes any sense to me. The final nail in Sashi's coffin had to be watching Carson Wentz be a star. It had to be. If, maybe there is some truth to reports. You know, I know for a fact that the Haslam's leaked stuff to Mary Kay. And Mary Kay comes out. Now, originally, I attributed that leak to Hugh. But now, maybe it was Mary Kay that leaked that Hugh really wanted Wentz in the front office, did it? You know what I mean? So, yeah. maybe that was the Haslam's laying the groundwork for this. I, I have a source for – it told me for 100% fact, when the Haslam's want something out, they send it to Mary Kay. Mm. So, so, if the Haslam's planted the story with Mary Kay that um, – that, uh, Hugh actually wanted Carson Wentz and the front office got in the way. That's your final nail. It's got to be because now Carson Wentz is probably the face of the league going forward. And, you know, and we had a shot and he's right there for us to take. So that was so, probably, I mean, it's a quarterback driven league. Everybody knows it's a quarterback driven lead. You had a shot at him. You passed it up. So, uh, Sashi's body of work for the Browns will look back upon his time with the Browns as what Jeremy? Well, I think if it, you know, if they do fix this rather quickly in the next couple of years, you'll have to give him some credit because he accumulated these assets. See, I think the part where you have to give Sashi and Paul credit is they were, really are smart guys, obviously, you know, and they laid the groundwork for the rebuild. I think their fatal flaw could end up being not having a, a, a louder football guy with them. I mean, they have Barry, Andrew Barry, but you know what I mean? To balance out the analytics, the intelligence, the plan with a rock hard football guy. I think that might have been fatal flaw. So, right? He didn't get fired. It was for, uh, yeah, but he. Was I mean, the writing's on the wall. The yeah. writing's on the wall. There's no Paul and uh, Sashi. I think are a package deal. So Paul is mm-hmm. going to be if he's not already. He's probably they could be negotiating a buyout with him now. For all we know. Uh, Sashi passed on Wentz, even though we got ten picks back. Pat, we, we passed on Watson, which I, I think that did more harm than, than Wentz. Wentz, I think, didn't have like a great – I don't know, man. I think it's Wentz because I think that when, when Jimmy Haslam sits down for Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football or Thursday Night Football and you see they're on prime time every week. They've been flexed into the game now. You see Carson Wentz leading the league in touchdown passes, you know, 28 touchdowns, five picks. You know, Deshaun Watson's hurt, and I, and I still think there's some risk to him, two ACLs in three years. Sure. I'm telling you, man, Wentz, Wentz is the one that – Wentz is the one that uh, – the nail, man, it is. Because he was staring us in our face, and he's obviously a franchise quarterback. And um, if this report's true, if the report's true that Mary had, and now I'm starting to lean, 
that Mary Kay's report came from the Haslam's as a precursor to this happening. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, so maybe there's some truth to that. And they said, Hey, look, we got it. You know, we can't risk, we can't take a chance with, on this draft with all these assets and possibly our last chance to fix this thing for a while. You know, looking at the other parts of his work, we, we've won one game in two years, right? And yeah. you can say, but what about this? But what about this? But at the end of the day, winning fixes everything, right? And, and yeah. we've won one game, and uh, Sashi is, is the fall guy right now. Wow. Wow, wow. wow. Yep, it's something. It's something, but I mean, hey, you know, people around town you, you are calling for uh, calling for heads to roll. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I think if it's Dorsey, I think it's a home run. I mean, he's respected around the league. And there's also more breaking news. Uh, for now, everyone stays in place, including Paul D. Podesta, until the next move is made. So, for right now, he's still here. So, the Browns have I would to say another. And you better watch another thing to watch for. Watch for A.J. McCarron coming here next year. Jeez, <laughs> get get ready for that. Unbelievable. You know what? It doesn't it doesn't mean they won't tra- they won't take a uh, quarterback high, but I think you could see uh, a Chicago Bears situation where you bring in you know a Glennon, bring in McCarron as your Glennon and draft a guy number one just so we don't have to hurry. You know what I mean? And play the guy. Yeah. So, and I think there, that's probably another nail in the coffin. And I don't know if it's uh, Sashi hundred percent to blame, but not having a veteran quarterback. I mean, coming into the season, the most important position in sports, not having a single win at the quarterback position. Having Kessler, have, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, and I don't know if that's on Hugh or if that's on Sashi and, you know, but there you go. That could be another one. So the Browns organization has communicated that they've relieved Sashi Brown of, the, of his responsibilities, that Hugh Jackson will be the coach for 2018. He will return the first time. How long has it been since we've had a coach in, in year three for the Browns, Jeremy? Uh, let's see. Romeo. Be be Romeo. Mangini, did Mangini get three years or did he get two? Mangini either, way, got this is, either way, we're back Mangini. in 2007. Mangini got three. Right. Yeah, Mangini got three and Romeo got five. Because Romeo, after the good third year, got a contract extension. And then, so there you go. Jeez. And so they've communicated that. And they just communicated that everyone else is staying put. Is that what you read? Yeah. For right now, I'm looking at right now for Mary Kay. For the time being, until the announcement of the next move, everyone is staying put. No one else is fired at, the, at this moment. Yeah. So what, what would you say to fans freaking out right now, man, as, as we kind of end this emergency podcast? What would you say to fans who are just like, this is the worst thing ever, oh my gosh? Like, what would you say to I would I'd say wait to see the next move. I'd say just cool down for a minute till we see the next move. If Hey, if there's nobody already lined up and this thing starts to linger and we don't have a GM, but we've already said we're keeping our coach, then it's time to freak out. I'd say right now, let's slow down, wait a day or two, and see what happens. Yeah before we before we freak out so listen th- this is not a rebuild this is not a blow up this is essentially uh what happens whenever you pass on two franchise quarterbacks and you go one and 28 or whatever that record is right yep imagine if this was in the business yes, world this guy sashi wouldn't have last i mean i know this is this is no. a business world but any other job i don't know if you would have gotten this much time Right. What's well, results-based business? You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, you could look at it from one angle and say in the business, the Browns are 
still making money. So, you know what I mean? But in football, it's just a different animal. The re, you know, it's a win loss or the only way you measure success for a guy on the football side. And, you know, they, they missed on Wentz. They went one and 30 and, you know, the quarterback situation. And, you know, there's been rumors that has them said multiple times. These guys, who's, where's my quarterback? Who's my quarterback? Where's my quarterback? You know what I mean? Yeah. So unbelievable. Hey, should we tell everybody who we're going to interview tonight? Let's let the cat out of the bag. All right, go for it, buddy. We will have former Brown Felix Wright tonight. We're interviewing him. We're pumped about it. Can't wait. Growing up, he was one of my favorite players, you know, on the on the Bernie day. So I, we're excited, man. I'm excited. I know Chase is excited. It's going to be awesome. Hey, you can catch that podcast probably sometime this weekend. But until then, hey, everybody, like, cool your jets. Take a deep breath. Uh, we've been through this before. So uh, thank you for listening. You guys have a great rest of the weekend. Jeremy, peace, buddy. Hey, have a good one. We'll see what happens, baby. All right. Go Browns. Hoo, hoo.